Hello and welcome to Cinema Chat for this week. I am Michael Jewett in for David Fair, who's away from the station for a while. We hope he's doing well. That's by all means. Get well. Rest up. Get well, David. And always a thrill to have from the Michigan Theater to talk movies and more. Hello, Russ Collins. How are you? Very well. Uh, great, great to be on the air with you and uh, in the studio. So that's uh, exciting for me. So um, again, congratulations yes. to you and the rest of the oh, Jewett family you. for the uh, wonderful tribute uh, that's being paid by the University of Michigan and the Northwestern football uh, programs uh, with the George Jewett uh, uh Trophy, trophy. Yeah. Uh, and uh, what a wonderful, wonderful Saturday! You know, so. life. Yes, and we like. You know, life is like, life is kind of like a movie. And so you think about the the memories of your life. And I have, I will have, I will always have this movie in my head of all these, because everything's happening so fast. This football game, you know. Yeah. And they're pros at it. You know, the athletic department. Okay, we're doing this. The, the coin toss, kickoff, and it's like. But for me, who's just I, you know, I watch that stuff at home. I have no idea it's how, how big it is, how much stuff is going on. It's these marvelous, magical little moments. It was, uh, it was a thrill to say the least. So yeah. thank you, well, thank congratulations. you, congratulations. Yes, and uh, you know this week we've got Michigan, Michigan State football as well as uh, a wonderful we'll talk about a rivalry. There Absolutely, you go. there you go. Uh, and maybe more importantly to the universe is that it's Halloween. So oh, we have yes. a whole bunch of Halloween movies that we're terribly yeah. excited about. Yeah, let's go. Well, Nosferatu is playing tonight, Thursday at 7.30. This is our Halloween tradition at the mm-hmm. Michigan Theater. It's the 1920 silent film that we present with live organ accompaniment, the way it was done back in the 20s when silent films were the main form of movies. Uh, and this is a, a very transformation. It was the first monster movie. It yeah. was the first Dracula movie, uh, and it was supposed to be completely killed because they hadn't gotten copyright clearance uh, from the Stoker. Yeah, and and uh, so they pulled it almost immediately from the theaters all over the world. But the, wow. a few prints survived, and once the uh, rights became uh, public domain, uh, you could play Nosferatu, and there were a few prints left. So we're very proud to present this film. It's uh, it's it's creepy and weird, and it's definitely a movie of its period, a very, right, very right. early movie, uh, but definitely worth going to see, and that's tonight at 7.30. You know, a little film history, and it's like uh, horror is actually one of the oldest film genres, isn't it? Really. It's not, I wouldn't call it an original, but I guess it is kind of like an original film genre. It's been well, this as long as just about anything else. Yeah, you know, based on novel, the same kind of horror yeah, novel okay. right, right. pieces. But uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, and you know, young filmmakers frequently make horror films because oh, yeah. there's an audience, and they're kind of inexpensive to make uh, mm-hmm. in terms of uh, what kind of special effects you use. So uh, anyway, we're very proud to do Nosferatu, so go check that out. Rocky Horror Picture Show, <laughs> which is uh, almost sold out. Check for last-minute yeah. ticket availability, but that's tomorrow at 10 o'clock. And the, that's, most, the most fun you can have with a horror theme. It's true. The and this is going to have the shadow cast with it, the leather medusas, so the whole ritual part ah, of Rocky okay. Horror Picture Show. And that's going to be at the Michigan Theater, and we're going to have a very full theater so uh, make sure you have your vaccination card and your mask and uh, you'll have a great time uh, there uh, tomorrow Friday at 10 (laughs) o'clock Susan Sarandon Tim Curry Barry Boswick and Meatloaf you can't can't beat that guy most fun you can have probably period at the movies not just the horror genre this is maybe the most fun you can have at the movies yeah horror in quotes for this one I think Uh, and then uh, two of the early sound horror pictures Mm. from the third 
30s, Bela Lugosi's Dracula and uh, Boris Karloff's Frankenstein. So those are going to be a double bill on Sunday. So Thursday, Friday, and Sunday, we've got great uh, uh, Halloween pictures, and Sunday's actually Halloween itself. So go check that out. And we're opening a, a couple of films, Last Night in Soho, which has a kind of a creepy premise to it, a mm-hmm. Halloween vibe. And Possession uh, is a film that uh, is a haunted kind of uh, movie, mm-hmm. uh, not really a Halloween movie, but uh, that's opening. That's a that's a re-release. Um, very excited about the films that we are opening this week. Wes Anderson's new film, The French Dispatch, which has an yeah. unbelievable cast. Uh, Benicio Del Toro, Adrian Brody, Tilda Swinton, <laughs> Leah Sadu, uh, Francis McDormand, Timothy Chalamet, and lots and lots of other folks as well. Uh, it's actually an anthology, so it's kind of like short four short films mm-hmm. uh, that all deal with journalism, uh, and it's a it's a loving ode to journalism. That's the general kind of critical vibe from it. NPR gave it a tremendously positive review. A.O. Scott at the uh, New York Times gave it a positive positive review, and the New York. The New Yorker magazine, and this kind of uh, uh, references the New Yorker magazine as the journal that uh, these Uh, journalists worked for. Uh, But the the New Yorker magazine magazine called it the best Wes Anderson film to date. Now, not Whoa. all the critics think it's the best, but every critic says if you are a fan of Wes Anderson films, you have to go well, check this out. Is, he, is, is there a theme in him? Has Wes Anderson done a number of films with a writing angle about it, where there's a writer as a narrator or maybe as a character? I got to think about this. Uh, yeah, well, and and he, he's got a really strong visual sense that yeah, actually yeah. is so dense that you have to... Uh, uh, you almost have to watch the movie twice to get the plot, get what they're right, going for, right, and then right. see all of the really marvelous things that are going on. Mm-hmm. And then th- there's a cartoonish quality, and I don't mean that in a critical way. But the you know the characters are um, uh, you know they're they're not people that you're going to typically experience in real life, but they're compelling characters that you want to get to know. It's a very distinct style, uh, and the French Dispatch has been delayed for a year uh, coming out in any form, and we're very pl- proud to have it exclusively in theaters right now. Uh, another film that we're super excited about, and you can oh, talk man. about this in great detail, The Harder They Fall. I have not been this excited. I, 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 I've already seen it, and uh, I have not been this excited just really, really to be in a film, to see a film. Uh, I, I, I do like my westerns, and this is a directorial debut by a, a director from Britain, James Samuel, uh, with an amazing cast, uh, Jonathan Majors, Idris Elba, Zazie Bates. Regina King, Delroy Lindo, uh, Lakeith Stanfield. It's basically uh, uh, kind of like a tale of retribution. Uh, 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 it's a, a blazing Western, lots of action. It is very, very gritty, uh, but really, really stylishly done. I, I, what attracted me first was that this is a, you know this amazing cast. You know, we're doing a, a Western with uh, African-American setting whatnot. Uh, but I think the real hero here is James Samuel, who's an, a talent to watch. This is his director. The director, yeah. The director, uh, he does great work with his uh, photography. The music in it is just amazing. It's just not uh, what you might expect. Not what you might. Ex- not what you might. I don't want to spoil it. But yeah, but it's uh, everything from the Fisk Jubilee singers to kind of like reggae type of a hip hop vibe. It really, really, in a physics physically. Uh, uh, exciting, exciting movie. Very stylish done. With all that talent, Lakeith Stanfield, who's kind of plays for humorous r- uh, relief, may actually steal this one. He's he, that good in it. So, he's yeah. amazing performer. Yeah, it's terrific. Really understated, too. He never really overplays it. He's really 
really got it down. But a great, great uh, film in every way. I really, really enjoy it. This is probably one, even though this is your chance to see it before Netflix, and please, really. See it on the big screen. Yeah, see it on the big screen. It's a great, great-looking movie, a great a visually, uh, a really a provocative movie. And you know what? It's, this is one of those things I would actually see twice. I like this movie so much, I, there's a good chance I will see it twice in theaters before it hits Netflix. That's how good of a movie it is. Yeah. Okay. Well, and there you go. It, it's got a. It, it's a. It's clearly a western. It's clearly got western. kind of a Spike Lee vibe to it. The, the director kind of internalized yep, uh, that yeah. particular piece and spaghetti westerns and classic westerns. All, the, all of that is going on. All of that is going on. And. It, yeah. it, it makes for a, a complex and but really really wonderful and you just and if you go lo- and if you love and if you love westerns you'll love this because the you know everything that makes westerns really really exciting and engaging it has all of that but it's a very very fresh but and also very contemporary and you know and really funny and charming movie in a way <laughs> but it's like I was like wow this is like really really I was expecting you know I went in with like reasonable expectations and I just went out just like so geeked. I haven't been this excited about a movie in a long time. Yeah. Really terrific. The so, harder they fall. The harder they uh, fall. The other film, the other new film that we're opening up this week is The Last Night in Soho, uh, which starred Thomason McKenzie um, and uh, mm-hmm. Anya Taylor-Joy, uh, best known for um, the uh, the Queen's Gambit. But she was mm-hmm. also in The Witch and Thoroughbreds and Peaky Blinders on TV and Emma right, sure. yeah. uh, that came out uh, just before the pandemic. So Terrence Stamp uh, is also featured in this film. Uh, and it's about this uh, woman who um, actually sees things and uh, and is magically transported back to the '60s from a contemporary uh, yeah, yeah. situation back to the '60s. And the the form that she takes back in the '60s is in the Anya Taylor Joy. Uh, persona mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, it's a really interesting film uh, by a, a, a director Edgar Wright who did Shaun of the Dead Scott Pilgrim versus the world baby driver uh, and the Sparks Brothers uh, documentary a really compelling filmmaker and this film has gotten great great reviews the last night in Soho shows flashes of Edgar Wright at his most stylish and ambitious uh, and it is an acclaimed piece even now with very positive reviews uh, the last film that we're opening up this week is actually a revival of 4K digital uh, re-release uh, of a restored film called Possession that stars Isabella Ajani, uh, who won the Best Actress Award at the Cannes Film Festival the year it came out in 1981, and a very young Sam Neill. Uh, and it's about a CIA agent and his wife and uh, how their relationship falls apart, and then some really tragic uh, and, and difficult revelations about the Isabella Ajani character, uh, who uh, sues uh, the Neil, uh, Sam Neill character character for divorce. Um, if you haven't seen Dune, it's still playing at yes, the indeed. Michigan Theater. Go check that out. We're, we're kind of splitting it with um, uh, with the Wes Anderson film, The French Dispatch. Um, the Electrical Life of Louis Wayne, will, this will be the last week that it's on as a Benedict Cumberbatch I, film. Where does this time go? Where does I this know. Time, where does this time go? Cinema Chat with Russ Collins, Michael Judah, and for David Fair, this is 89.1 WEMU Ypsilanti.